What's up, everybody? My name is Henry. I'm Andrew. I'm John. We are starting off season four with a little pre-recorded, pre-pre-recorded PP PP PSA. We're coming from the future because we've taken so long to release season four. Sorry about that. Sorry, we're sorry. We were just doing stuff. I was unemployed. I had no job. <laughs> well, for a short time, because we were employed for a yeah, second. Yeah, John actually scabbed during the WGA strike <laughs> as right, we, were, right. we, we were all hired to write on X-Men 97. It was awesome. We had some really great ideas. We brought some new ideas to the table, some old ideas to the it table. It was a full Savage Land season, if you could believe it. I was able to convince John and Henry to get on board, largely focused on Kazar and Zabu. It was a rocks, paper, scissor tournament that got out of hand, and Andrew ended up winning, and so we had to go along with it. Gay Rock is the big bad. But because of that, we all got fired. Every day I wore a Kevin Feige hat, and he didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, we, that's why we got fired, yeah, actually. Kevin Feige it was in Kevin the room. Feige on the hat. It was yeah. just a hat like he wears. Kevin was in the room every day, really committed to his job, and you got to respect that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we got fired and they wiped the slate clean. Yeah, they 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 threw out all of our work. So unfortunately, you're probably not going to see it in the final product. And before we jump into season four, I actually have a couple five star reviews I'd like to share. Wow, did you write them? I did not this time. Um, so yeah, if you guys remember, a long time ago, somewhere on the pod, I said if you write a five star review and leave a good comment, we'll read it on the pod. And guess what? We got two more for you. One is from our old friends, Bobby and Talia. Nice. We love you guys. You've been with us since the beginning. Their review says five stars. It says it's titled Batman Review. What? Yeah, get ready. Hey, it's Bobby and Talia. We were wondering if you guys would do a Batman show similar to the way you do oh, X-Men. Man. So many episodes to get through. You guys should think about it. We have. We, we have. have. <laughs> good news is that we've talked about doing that a lot. I don't know lot. if it's good news because I, I think the mostly <laughs> our takeaway is that we wouldn't do that. And I need, we'll get into the reasons why I think, I mean, we could talk I about blindly it I blindly mean, was like, this is obviously the next show we do. If I'm ranking these shows yeah. as a kid, I'm like, because we all X-Men, love that show. then Batman the Animated Series, yeah. then Spider-Man cartoon. If we're talking I, animated, absolutely. Yeah. Animated you, superhero stuff, yeah. those you, were the holy trinity when we were growing if up. If you guys were in my apartment right now with us, you would see a Mr. Freeze Mondo statue. You would see a... Batman, the animated series, art on the walls. This is a good time to give a little behind the scenes. Basically, I was all 100% all engines go. This makes sense. Then Henry is the one who pulls the clips every week. Yes. Who does the beautiful well, hard work. The, oh, the podcast. There's yeah, nothing sure. to pull from Batman that's going to be as entertaining as X-Men yeah. the series. It's not that it's, kind of it's show. It's also just so good in a weird way, but the, also the way that they tell it is like kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. And well, it's a much more... Like, darker, serious show, generally speaking. Yeah. Great dialogue. Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. Whereas X-Men is a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying X-Men is bad. It's just, like... It's lighter. it's great, but it's lighter. It's wackier. You're pulling clips, like... like, like <laughs> I think we would play a clip, and we'd be like, that was cool, instead of laughing. Yeah, the whole them. podcast would just be us being like, this was a good episode. That Chris was really cool. I love how dark this show is. Yeah. Like... <laughs> See, there's nothing like that in Batman no. the Animated well, Series. Like Batman's kinda. not time traveling. Batman's not riding dinosaurs. Not Batman's everyone is not... the Joker the way the way they are in X Men the Animated Series. <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you, I'd have a lot to say about the Animated Series. I know them all very mm-hmm. well. I, you know what? I would be the expert on that. You probably would. Huh. You've probably you know how to, you've probably you read more Batman than I have. Do you know the I've killing blow Batman. to to Batman? You know how to kill him? What's Shoot him move? in the head, in the eyeball, the finger. Pressure point that you need to put on his chest. Do you know the episode I'm talking talk- about? No, actually. What? He fights in lava. His mortal enemy. Oh, uh, no. That's, that's uh, it's uh, Day of the Samurai. Yes, dude. I've, 
he fights a dude on a mountain. It's basically the end of um, Northman. Northman, where North. they fight naked in a volcano. Yeah. It's Batman shirtless with his mask on, and he's fighting a samurai on top of a volcano. That's in the show. And there's like oh, the yeah. Kill Bill death strike oh, yeah. that the, the guy's trying to do on him. Sick. Yeah. Oh my god. It's great. It's a great episode. One of my favorites. Maybe we should. You know what? We're gonna think about it. <laughs> we'll I know. About I know. It. I love that because we we talked ourselves into it and then out of it, and we might just be talking ourselves into it again. So stay tuned, guys. We've no, got... We float this by you that you can maybe think about this for your next review, since we're gonna hear from you again, Bobby and Talia. <laughs> sure. Please. And by the way, great idea. Yeah. Also, yeah. we've obviously guys, already thought about if it. If any of y'all have ideas for podcasts we should do after this, let us know because it's something we've been debating. We have a couple since the beginning we've of this. We considered one. a little thing called Power Boys related to Power Rangers because there's a lot of goofy goofs in that. Oh, that's show. interesting. That's, that's true. It's also a. I mean, there's a lot of that show to get through though our main concern if you want to be real and maybe i'll <laughs> cut this later is there's a lot of episodes yeah and this is not our main <laughs> thing that we do in life yeah so we don't get paid hard. to do this podcast we thought so. this was like a small amount to get through we're yeah. fucking idiots and then, this is taking years and off of our lives we find ourselves taking these like three four month long breaks while we're like busy with like our lives and stuff and, and batman the animated series is even longer significantly longer yeah by like this. a lot yeah yeah I don't but, even know if we're going to cover X-Men 97. I'm being completely honest. <laughs> no, we are. We are. We will, folks. Don't worry. It's just going to be terrible. We will be there. Go. We this will be sucks. there. This episode was bad. We might be... We might be... We, we have a very cynical approach to X-Men 97, but I'm still... Let's let's remain sick. hopeful. Let's hope it's good. I don't know. They have we'll action see. figures and costumes out already, which I think is an interesting thing that's, that's happening. That's true. They've also delayed the show a lot. There are toys It was everywhere. supposed to come out last summer. Gamut's hair is new. And I think that's why they just, they probably made the toys in time and we're like, well, we got to fucking put them out. Oh, yeah. And so there's just X-Men 97 shit everywhere. Um, so it looks bad as hell. So I hope that answers your question, Bobby. <laughs> um, next review, another five-star banger. It says, highly recommend. Now this one, very sincere, very heartfelt. I love these guy, this, this guy. His name is a fellow scientist. I already love him. Mm. As a fellow scientist, um... He says, this crew is taking me on a fun, nostalgic review of a show that holds a special place in my childhood. Oh. Very lighthearted and full of mirth with a dash of in-depth analysis, thanks buddy, on how the <laughs> show addressed hard-hitting topics in a product designed for kids. Come for the Wolverine drops, stay for the insights. Let's go. Are we making things Hell up yeah, as we dude. go a lot of the Let's time go. and trying to read themes into a show that definitely didn't think about it? Absolutely. But that's what we love. That's what criticism is. That's what film critique, film theory, really, you know, story theory is all about. Thank you, fellow scientist. Um, yeah, please leave your five-star reviews at X-Boys uh, on Apple is where we've been reading these. Um, I think that's probably the only real place you can do it. You I don't can think do Spotify it, yeah. lets you. Uh, or you yeah. can call us at uh, 1-800-X-Boy. <laughs> yeah, you can call us. If you find our numbers online somewhere, you can That's call us. That's 1-800-X-Boy. Yeah, if you could find our numbers, leave us voicemails. <laughs> if you can find our full names. Harass the shit out of I us. I don't even know if you guys know our full names. You never will. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Let's get on with season four. Enjoy this episode. Oh, wait, we have to tell everyone one thing we did that's important. We a year also, ago, we promised that we dress as fucking mutants for Halloween. Oh, you're absolutely right. We got to post that, and we, we did. And just in time for season four, we will be posting yeah. this on our Instagram at X Boys Pod. And I got to be honest, we look fucking rad as hell. We were all Annalie. Yeah, 
<laughs> I really should have done that. No, we picked our we picked our season one cover characters. I was Beast, Henry was Cyclops, oh. and John was Gambit, and we all fucking <laughs> rocked. It. I'm an idiot. I did not notice that. You didn't realize that? Well, it no. was our favorite choice. I was hoping because I did want to be Cyclops, but I didn't want to also take it from you because I think you'd be a great Cyclops. No, you're a great Cyclops, man. I'm no, a, you're I'm a great beast. Cyclops, You know man. I'm a Beast boy. You're a great Cyclops, man. Uh, those costumes turned out great. We looked awesome. We also Let's got some go. friends and significant others involved. Oh, yeah. Uh, we did a full... Let's just tell them. Yeah. So Mary... John's uh, wife. You remember her from the Rogue from episode. The Rogue episode was you guessed it, Rogue. And Great job. Allie, my wife, was uh, Jubilee. Whew. She hasn't been on the pod yet, but Fantastic she'll, she'll be coming in the future. Don't worry. And that was a waiting quick, for Jubilee to have a, a good quick, episode. Yeah, once Jubilee has <laughs> hey. a good episode, she'll be coming in for it. All right. <laughs> and then our uh, content Dracula himself. Oh. Came in clutch as Omega Red. Yeah. And Charlie was not there. No, Charlie was not invited. No. He was in Kuwait. He was in Kuwait. That sounds like a joke. He it sounds like Kuwait. a joke, but he was actually in Kuwait doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob was back in time. Yeah, Rob. He wasn't there. Unfortunately, Rob was time traveling, so he couldn't be with us. Speaking of time travel, without further ado, we are jumping back into the past where we recorded this episode. Juggernaut Returns. Season and also, four starts now. And also, we make a lot of references to the past. I don't know if we mentioned oh, that. Oh, yeah, we should probably We talk, talk about that. the strikes a lot. We talk about all that th- shit. As of right now, the strikes are over. Great job, everybody. Actors, writers, they got what they wanted, mostly. Uh, so, woo! So, ignore all that. And uh, have a great time. I'm still not happy. John's not happy. <laughs> but we don't give a He's shit. He's still pissed that he got fired for wearing his Kevin hat. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. The sky comes falling down for you. For There's you. nothing in this world I wouldn't do. Let's go. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Do you still believe in one another? Hell yeah. We're back, brothers. The brothers are back. That's awesome. And we aren't just talking about the ex-brothers you hear here. We're talking about the brothers Charles Xavier and Kane Marco. Stepbrothers. <laughs> Sorry, I never realized in this video <laughs> that this old man with a banjo <laughs> just, shows, just shows up in the There's middle. <laughs> this band, it's a bunch of young Swedes and then just an ancient man. <laughs> That's my dad. It's <laughs> my Cajun dad. John's Cajun dad shows up. Snuck in on his banjo. banjo. Oh my God. Welcome back to X-Boys. Wow, welcome back. It's season four and I know you Idiots loved season three. It was awesome. We <laughs> were told in space. Us. You guys said, we're begging you to come back. Who won the draft? It was me. I won. Can, you we, guys, check the, can we check the, the uh, I tapes? Ch- I checked it this morning. Did you guys vote for yourselves? Yeah. No. I didn't. So you two did, and I did not. What, why would you vote for your team? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let me pull up the numbers. That's That sucks. What the hell? I got to be honest. I don't remember your teams. So, yeah, I won. I'm the Soul Slurpers. By how Um, how much? That's a stupid team to win. That actually makes no sense. Emma Frost, Gladiator, Polaris, and Soul Drinker? I think it makes complete sense. It's pretty good I'm realizing? It's a good team. No. If I voted for myself, I would have won. I got 50% of the vote. Who'd you vote for? Henry, you got (laughs) 16.7%. Okay. John, you got 33.3%. You got a third of the vote, John. Dude. I okay. got half the vote, and Henry got nada. <sighs> Yet. Nunca. Hey there, brother. Cunt.
Yeah, when you pick a Kanzi as your first pick, it's and then, all, and then follow it up with Lalandra. Truly really awesome. Not great. I, you made me respect a Conti, so. Yes. Yes. Anyway, that's previous business. And here we're, we're looking forward to the future of the X-Men with season four. Mm. We got a whole season ahead of us of all kinds of goodies, backstories. And, and we kick off with the backstory of the leader of the X-Men, Charles Xavier himself. Um, We've been waiting for it. Boo. You got some explaining to do, Charles. We, want, we need to know why should we respect you? I think by the end of this episode, you'll you'll come to understand him in a way that you never have before. Henry, um, do you like him more no, after this episode? No, no, <laughs> Got no. It? I like him so much more. I sympathize and empathize with him. Hilarious. Both of those things. <laughs> I'm in the middle. I want to see where I land by the dork. end. Convince me that he's a good boy. He's a nerd. All this does. I think you're just a bully, Henry. <gasps> You're on Team Bully. <laughs> You're on Team I, Bully. I really am on Team Bully. Interesting. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, so this is the Juggernaut Returns. When was the last time we saw Juggernaut? What's this? The 4th of July. Uh, I believe the last time we saw him was in the Phoenix Saga, not the Dark Phoenix, no, the regular the Phoenix, July. normal Phoenix Saga. Um, he was in Ireland teaming up with Black Sean Cassidy, no, Black Tom Cassidy, Yeah. Uh, to get a bunch of money out of the X-Men, or no, they were, they were getting money from someone, Eric the, the Red. Juggernaut was just there simply to do what he wants to do, fuck yeah. up Charles Xavier. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's it? First he, he crashed on Muir Island to go Thank get him, you. then they, uh, they took someone hostage at Cassidy Keep, um, the Phoenix, right? No. Yes? yes? No, it was Lalandra. Oh, right. Yes, they kidnapped Lalandra for Eric the Red, and that's who Juggernaut was, pay was them. throwing Lalandra around. It was rough. Yes, 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 yes. But anyway, Gladiator then showed up, the uh, big blue uh, mohawked Superman. No uh, need to alien. describe him. We all know. Yeah, we just go it. listen to our Phoenix episodes. Um, and he chucks the Juggernaut, picks him up by his ankles, and throws him over the yeah. horizon where he lands in the ocean. Well, Which we, well we didn't know at the this time. This is interesting. Yeah. The previously on shows that Juggernaut... And wasn't just thrown in the horizon. Retcon. He lands in the ocean, and they show him, like, in kind of bad, janky animation, start to stand up. Yeah. And I went back to the previous episode. We've never seen. No. Yeah, it was, they, it's they very strange. They added it into yeah. the previously on. But then you see him get up and slowly walk towards somewhere. Um, and he's also, like, glowing green. I feel like the weird, janky animation was because they were trying to show him, like, underwater moving slower. Oh, yeah. But they just, basically, they just held on the frames, like, a second too long, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the magic may have just been... The, the thing surrounding the force the green field surrounding him may have been his magic that like just protecting like him keeps from... him from drowning. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll get into that mm. in a minute. Because he's a... Mutie. Oh, no, he's not. He's not. Dude, Sorry. don't call him that. Because if you remember yeah. from our season one episode, people were calling him a mutie then, too. And he was How like... How you do this to a fellow mutant? I'm not a mutant, tin head. Yeah, My dude. powers are magical, magical. And none of you mutant wimps can handle them. We will see. Oh, <laughs> man. I really miss Colossus, Me you guys. Too. I really want him back. I mm -hmm. wish they made him a regular part of the show. I'd, I'd take him over Jubilee in a heartbeat. Yes, definitely. But yeah, this episode we get into his entire backstory, basically, and his backstory with Xavier, which I touched on in our first Juggernaut episode in season one, if you want to go back and check that out. Mm -hmm. Or we'll just talk about it right now. And we get a new stone tablet <laughs> you know henry loves his stone tablets he, henry waits in line early morning camps yeah. out to get his new stone tablet this one doesn't have a voice but i it's got some cool words on yeah. it. yeah um so yeah cut to this is, episode opens the temple of sidorak was this a, a dweeb uh well if you want me to explain what it is it's a temple that in the comics exists in korea whoa um, in the show they don't really tell you where it they is they kind of do because we'll get to it later but it feels like he's in 
you know, question mark Asia town. Yeah. So I, I like that it's Korea. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Because it, so in the comic, it's him and Charles who find the temple in the Korean War. But anyway, uh, um, <clears throat> but for in this version, we're Anya. seeing uh, we're seeing a dweeb <laughs> pulling a rock out of the ground inside of an his Asian name. temple that he's sort of excavated. You gotta say his name. It's Eugene Torbett Witterspan. 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 Yeah. March 29th. <laughs> Eugene Torbett Witterspan. Location: <laughs> Cave of Sidorak. There you go. Setting. That's all you needed. Boom. He's got glasses, yellow button-up shirt. Weeder span. It's kind of um, like Mauricio Costello Jackson. Um, what? That's uh, Tedros Tedros' real name. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Get out of Truly here. Awesome. Truly awesome. Tedros uh, Tedros is the weekend, and you find out his real name is Mauricio Costello Anyway, Jackson. he sees the tablet, and he says, it's the power of the ages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to blast through that. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's basically like, look, legend has it that Sidorak endowed is faithful with unearthly magical powers. Sidorak is like some ancient evil deity that lives in another dimension. Cyrax. Who would win in a fight, Sidorak or Garak? Sidorak. <sighs> Wait, no, because what is Sidorak? We don't even really know. He just well, told us. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, Sidorak, in order to influence our realm, he has to use a avatar, right. which is mm-hmm. Juggernaut. Yeah, I hence see, why he I has see. to give a human the powers of his himself. And Whereas, all Garrock had was the stupid lady standing in front of him. No, he Zaladin. turned into a he turned into a he turned into a, a giant a, man. A kaiju at the end. You giant think kaiju. Juggernaut couldn't beat that guy? I don't think he could. Whoa. Well, think about it, because big big stone man could just stomp on him, but he'd be fine. Yeah, because like the Juggernaut is unkillable and unstoppable. I can't believe you got us to talk about Savage Land again, you son of a bitch. Wow. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> you did this. I had Mutie. nothing to do with it, you mutie. Um, but yeah, he basically says, yeah, Sidorak and Doubt is faithful with unearthly mystical powers, virtual immortality, whoever so touches the ruby. Wait, ruby? What ruby? Uh, I got to find this ruby. Truly awesome. He starts scrambling around looking for the ruby as we cut to... The juggernaut underwater approaching a city. Bumping around under there. You see him punch a shark. <laughs> he definitely does. <laughs> yeah, it's, that was sick. It's awesome. Uh, and then he finds a bridge that he climbs up. And Wait, wait, wait. We can't. The insinuation is that he was punted by Gladiator off the map. To New York. Has been underwater. No, this San Francisco. Or I think he was just off the coast of Ireland. I did the math. Oh, and he walked this entire. He traveled th- exactly. I love that. We're wondering where's been the where's the juggernaut been all these episodes. Uh, he, it follows his way all the way yeah. to Xavier. Three thousand one hundred and twenty-eight miles from nice Ireland Xavier. to New York. I kind of love that. It's, he's an unstoppable force, and that's how he operates. He's not going to get in a, a plane. He's just going to keep marching. Like, I'll just walk. Yeah, he doesn't have to breathe. He doesn't have to eat. He doesn't have to do. You know. Where the hell am I? <laughs> So yeah, he we see him, he sees a pillar underwater that leads up to a bridge. He climbs up that, um, and yeah, immediately starts causing havoc and mayhem everywhere he goes. Um, he picks up a car off the bridge, chucks it, you know, scares some people. They're all running away. He's still glowing green. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes Mario mode. You better believe he rips the roof off of a car. And sits in it like a little uh, Mario. Mario Kart mode. I was yeah, like, why taxi, is it Mario? Mode? Yeah, taxi cab. I I said that on purpose just to kind of <laughs> add confusion. Mario mode. But yeah, and this whole time he's also saying like, "I'm coming for you, Charles," and you know stuff like that. So, uh, but the car he rips the roof off of was a cab, and we get this interaction. Come back with my cab, you stinking mutant! <gasps> I'm not a mutant. Have he- Skirts are he skirts right back 
Oh, does yeah, he? he does this what move he do? where... U-turn, he just, like, Tokyo yeah. drifts his way back because he's pissed. But then he does a sharp, hard right turn at one point where he grabs the a light pole yeah, and, like, yeah. uses turn. his arm. Like, it's like a speed racer move or Batman move, you know, where he gets yeah. the grappling hook around the thing and he does a quick, hard right turn. And I've requested a lot of action figures on the show. Cyclops <laughs> with a shotgun, Tactical oh, Wolverine, yes. Backpack Beast. Yep. Now yep. I need Juggernaut in the cab. Yeah. The cabbed out Juggernaut, Even yes. if it's, like, a little Funko or something. Yeah. That's cab, easy. Cab driving Juggernaut? You better mm-hmm. believe I'm putting my top dollar down to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Um, We're back at X Mansion yeah. as Juggernaut is Mario Karting through the streets. We and assume he's headed that way, probably. We're thinking he's probably on his way to our guy, Xavier, and who else? Beast, you are needed immediately. Uh-oh. Charles calls Beast to the war room, and on the video feed, he's like, the Juggernaut's back. The Juggernaut has returned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank love it. You. I love it when you say the title. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. And who's saying that title? Xavier. Keep that in mind. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's... He gets he, points for saying the title. <laughs> but Be- <laughs> I'm doing my best. Uh, but Beast points out, like, look, we need a strategy here because all the X-Men are currently scattered to the wind. Um, and so Charles... Literally. Storms flying in the wind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, we'll catch up with them in a minute because for now, Xavier's like, well, let's just do what we can here. Cue uh, lawn turrets being activated at X Mansion as the Juggernaut drives his cab through, smashes through the gates. The long, tur- the lawn, <coughs> I keep wanting to say long turrets. The they long are tur- long. <laughs> they are long. That's true. They shoot big bullets. Uh, yeah. Blows up his car. Uh, oh, he no. gets blasted off and lands on the lawn, starts to run towards the mansion when an electric net ensnares him, which he just shrugs off. And careens towards the mansion, and says, busting down the doors. But also, and as he busts down that door, what does he say? Stan- John? Stanley Kubrick. He says, Stanley Kubrick! She's <laughs> <laughs> Jug- Whoa. I got a, actually, stupid question, but, you know, juggernaut, I'm thinking of that term, you know, is the juggernaut a juggalo? What? Ooh, dude! Like the clown. I feel like if he just became a juggalo, he would be so cool and chill, and we'd be like, "I get, I understand this now." Because like being a juggalo is all about channeling your rage into like something this positive. Is perfect, dude. You know what this connects is to? That what it is? It's Magneto yeah. pulling Juggernaut into his hand, and Juggernaut says, "Magnets? Magnet. How do they work? How do they work? <laughs> wow! Yeah." I feel like he would really fit in. I feel like the Juggalo community would really welcome him in. Dude, we need to make that t-shirt. That's our first ex-boys Juggalo t-shirt. Juggernaut? It's Juggalo Juggernaut. It's like Juggernaut, but <laughs> like he's got like the so Juggalo. <laughs> he's got the Juggalo face paint. I actually met, it was the Magneto pulling him in and he says, Magnets, how do they work? Uh, <laughs> my eyes glazed over. <laughs> I'm like, are we getting into the lore of Juggalos? Because I don't know if I can hang. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I know a lot about Juggalos, guys. Uh, anyway. Uh, so we, as we, as he's storming through the mansion, we cut uh, back and forth between this and the Temple of Sidorak, where Eugene does finally find the Crimson Gem Dude, Ruby yes. of Sidorak. He finds the power of ages. And he's like, oh. you know, everybody's after the power of ages of the ages. And during this, we also see Xavier reaching out to the X Men. We finally get our first look. We're like six minutes into this episode of this twenty-minute episode, and we finally find out where the X Men. Oh. This is exciting. This feels like a season opener it, moment. Yeah, yeah, it totally does. Because like, like, what oh, are the new threats to? here? We got to catch him with our boys. Yeah. Now, if I had to ask you to guess where 
Rogue, and Storm were, <laughs> what would you say? Solving one of the biggest pr- threats the world has ever faced. I would say, does a mall baby chili fries? Oh, yeah. They are at the mall. And they're having a great time. They're, and they're shopping. Now, here's what we need to address. You guys know what I'm going to say. I already know what you're saying. Storm, Storm looks great. Storm's yeah. got a great outfit on. Something we have never seen. <gasps> I disagree. <gasps> What an idiot. I think she's had way better fits in the past. Dude, she looks so cool. It's, it's almost more, like they're trying to introduce a, a new costume her? for you, her. It's more of a superhero outfit than anything. And that was my confusion because yeah. when I first saw it, I was like, is this her new I, was, I got worried for a second. It's not because Thank we God see her in, we, the, in the white later, but yes. I think it'd be cool if she fought in that. In Storm does whatever. Yeah. The, Storm in does that, whatever the fuck she wants. It's a head, green outfit. She, so what is it? She it has a green weird. headband and a green shirt and a green jacket and green. Dude, pants. that's her jungle camo. We just that's got. Sick. We've got to appreciate no. this in a show that reuses torsos on men yeah. ten thousand times. Storm <laughs> has gotten so many. Costumes. Where they just they just copy and paste the Wolverine torso on <laughs> every guy. New costumes for all of them. Like I I'm, love I'm not it. necessarily upset about the new costume. It's just I wish they had gone with a better design. Like I love the zebra print that she wears yeah. occasionally. Like that's a great look you know we'll post a picture on our instagram please let us know in the comments below you know what i think i think she heard our episode of our power rankings and heard that we put her kind of mid and she was like okay motherfucker i'll come out swinging that was wrong. But then she does nothing else. <laughs> she does not. Uh, anyway, but then you're wondering, okay, we know where Rogue and Storm are. They get, they get, they hear Xavier's call and they go, okay, let's fly out of here. You know, they zoom, they're out of the mall. Beauty. Then we catch up with the two bad boys, Wolverine and Cyclops, hanging out. They're powering up the Blackbird on Muir Island. We see them. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! There's oh my more. God, oh my god! It's oh our god, Miami god, Vice oh boys. There's more. There's more. Guys, there is more. In a wheelchair, Moira, wheeled by Moira McTaggart. Moira is holding Morph in his wheelchair, and Morph is just waving from long distance. We don't he's even brain get, dead, dude. We don't even get a close-up. This <laughs> I don't think he can speak anymore. I think he's, like, They've gone. Been, well, think about it. Well, Sinister scrambled his brain so bad. Yeah. 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 That's, the, that's the story. We wanted our answer, like, where's Morph? And we found out it's not happening. Because if it was up to Xavier, he'd do some mind stuff that I'll repress the evil part of your mind it'll still be metal barriers which might work in the short term but uh, Moira on the other hand she resorts more to electro shock therapy (laughs) as we saw with the phoenix lobotomies (laughs) things like of that nature so Morph pretty much has no chance if you thought Xavier was bad Moira her tactics are Morph is Leonardo DiCaprio in Shutter Island right now yes (laughs) you guys aren't seeing what I saw I saw potential I saw the future Professor X Morph? In a wheelchair. Moir- oh. Oh, Morph? <laughs> In a wheelchair. <laughs> That's foreshadowing, baby. Whoa. Uh, X-Men 97. We don't want Magneto as the leader of the X-Men. Morph. We want more. It's, like, it's like Richie and the bear becoming like his true potential. And he can turn yes, into Professor yes. X every now and then. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's trippy. I like that. Uh, so anyway, we catch up with uh, another member, Jubilee. We see her doing a backflip off a diving board in a pool. Did you see that weird guy watching her? Yes. I think that's her parent. Is she hanging out with her foster parents? I guess. Oh. I think that's them. Like, she checks in on them every now and then. But she doesn't have... The key is that she doesn't have her transponder on her. That's actually really nice. Her transponder is over by her towel. You see her dad with a broken VCR, and he's still pissed. (laughs) He throws it in the pool to try to electrocute her. (laughs) That's... uh, I actually really like that. That's pretty sweet, if that's the case. Otherwise, it's actually no, it's not. No, it's not. Because remember, we said yeah. her dad's creepy. He's kind of guess yes. what he is. He's, He's a real creeper. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, moving on. And then we also catch up with John's favorite. Guess who else gets points already this season? What's this? <laughs> 
Gambit's awesome. helping a school bus that's broken down. He's using awesome. his little kinetic charge powers with his little tips of his fingers to s- fix and the And you guys had it's the great. nerve to rank him seven out of nine. Cody? Well, he heard us, and he said, all right, I got to do some good work now. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> not only that, did you see his cool motorcycle? The motorcycle was the coolest part pink, of the scene. His big pink motorcycle? No, it's purple. And purple, it, baby. It's like, that's pink. It's, it's the same color as his shirt. It's pink. Judges? Nah, you're, you're, Mr. I'm, you're Mr. Memory. Well, that'll be another picture that we'll put up. Oh, this is embarrassing. It's pink. This is embarrassing for you. Okay. Anyway, he also doesn't have his transponder in him. So if you're wondering, oh, where's Jubilee and Gambit the rest of the episode? That's where. They're not listening to their... their they don't have their cell phones on them. Hey, Although at, least, Professor at X, least we got an excuse. Can we can we bring up that Professor X always reaches out with his brain, right? Like, why is he using a transponder? He's feeling a little lazy today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't no, feel like it. Honestly, it's probably... No, I bet you they had a chat it. between seasons. And mm. the team was like, hey, we don't really like it when you just kind of yeah, psychically dude. come in and go, hey, man, you know, it's like just it's pretty invasive. That's what the transponders are for. Let's have some privacy here. I don't want you inside my brain telling that's me good. things. Yeah. Um, so as anyway. we'll find out later, Juggy don't like it either. Nobody like it. Um, so Juggernaut crashes through the hall of X-Mansion, getting into the sort of subterranean X-Men layer of the yeah. portion. Well, he like kicks down on the floor oh, super yeah. he hard. He does a ground pound. He's like, I'll take a shortcut and just like Wario pounds style. through the ground into the danger room. The danger room. Idiot. What an idiot. This is the part of the episode, the first part, the first time I was just like, oh, yes, here yeah. we go. Juggernaut yeah. in the danger room, let's rock. Here's the thing. He knows this place. Yeah, but I don't... He grew up in this house, didn't he? No. No, 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 no. We've seen this mansion and we've seen young Jugs at this same mansion playing polo in the yard. Is this Xavier's house yeah, that he grew up in? I guess it, it might is. be. Yeah, but it does he know be. where the danger room is? Like he that's the thing. That. Well, I like to, to believe that Xavier always planned for this happening. So what he did is like put Hence Juggernaut's the favorite traps. room and turned it into the danger room. Oh, in the first place that he went for. <laughs> what the <trap>. hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not, dude? Um, if he just made that danger room in that moment like a baseball game with a bunch of hot dogs and stuff like that. Oh, Juggy would have probably just time. stayed right there. He would have <laughs> been like, this is great. We also, okay, so basically Professor X is down there in the uh, danger room with him. Yes, yeah, he and, enters and... And, uh... Busts out a little remote control. He says, um... Kane, I do not understand your hunger to hurt me. Okay. As he presses a button and turns the ja- the danger room into sort of like a forest jungle type of oh, environment God. that he can That's hide the in, land, and we probably. know Juggernaut hates the forest. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> hates trees. And Xavier, like throughout this sort of fight, as Juggernaut's sort of trying to get to him, he keeps trying to reason with him, appeal to his emotions, get through to his mind, be like, "Why do you hate my guts so much? Why have you always been compelled to hurt me?" Shut up. See, I, I, he keeps well, asking this, and I'm like, "I, I want to hurt you, dude. I don't just." Have you seen what the Juggernaut does to him? You have, because I know you watched this episode. Like, imagine your childhood bully who just like wanted to fucking kill you I'll, and steal I, your parents' money. I understand, and I can be sympathetic. Wow. I'm gonna let you pass right now, Andrew. But wait till we get to this flashback, and I'll show you who's the real bully. I think it's I, not Juggernaut. I don't like it absolutely. I, is Juggernaut. Juggernaut's defensive because Professor X invades his mind. Accidentally, it's an accident. And over. He doesn't. He can't control his powers. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll fucking get there. (laughs) 
fucking get I just think he's kind of like such a dweeb that like you guys just you have want to, to hate. You just want to hate him so bad. I, You're like the internet, man. You're just piling can't on. Can't you be happy it's cool that we, we love on. Juggernaut? I love Juggernaut. No, <laughs> I love it. Thank you. I'm the only one, and I and I know our listeners feel the same way that you guys feel about oh Xavier. And I'm just like, no, I'm a man alone. Just you know what Xavier should have said? This man who's just been fucking bullied to an inch he of his life manned as a up. child. He should have manned up, and he should have said. But tanks will never hurt me. You think Xavier should say that? Yeah. And then Juggernaut says, Tanks? What are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so so Xavier presses a button again, creating multiple hologram robot versions okay. of the Juggernaut. Of the Juggernaut. But sorry, quick side note here. This is an important Danger Room lore. You know, we love to get into the lore of the Danger Room and the rules and mm. how it's actually made. Agreed. And how it doesn't make any sense. This is a very good moment to realize so juggernaut's punching and kicking all of these clones of himself they are not holograms because as soon as he punches of, them yeah. they turn back into these robots so technically it's probably a hologram surrounding a physical robot correct so these guys are getting in there every day destroying physical robots and recycling <laughs> and recycling yes but they are they are burning through cash I, I, this guy must be loaded well, you got to wonder at this point, do the, do the X-Men have a government contract of some sort, you know? The dude has a fucking hangar, and he has a, a, he has a, a light rail train underground. He's and an LR-71 Blackbird, like he's... He's a mutial. Or right? SR-71 Blackbird. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I knew I was going to get raked over the coals for that one, so I just wanted to... It's okay. <laughs> well, we now have an answer about, uh, you know, hologram versus... But yeah. Similar, basically, again, it's the Jake Gyllenhaal tech from... From far from home. Points to Professor X oh, here, sure. though, because you're thinking, why would he roll in there and put himself in harm's way? He didn't. It's hologram, Professor X. Because as Juggernaut goes for him, he also disappears. Smooth. Um, wow. Also, uh, oh yeah, who comes as, out next? as Juggernaut smashing the robots? There is a cool moment where he like grabs the leg of one to like beat the other mm -hmm. one up. It's really uh, kind of fun. But yeah, Xavier keeps trying to get through to him. Juggernaut keeps smashing Juggernauts. Xavier changes the environment again. Boom. As soon as Juggernaut smashed through all the Juggernauts, we're in the desert alone. What's this? Not alone. The Hulk jumps wow. out and starts fighting Juggernaut. Ugliest Hulk I've ever seen it's in my bowl life. It's cut Hulk. He looks yeah. kind of like Frankenstein a little <laughs> bit more than the Hulk, but uh, yeah. He's like so small, too. He looks like way smaller than Juggernaut. I don't know if yeah. he's small because Juggernaut's very big, too, right? That's the thing. I Juggernaut's should, big. I guess, yeah. Okay. And they're around the same size. So. Yeah. He just kind of looked like a green guy. You always wanted yeah. to see those two fight, and now you get it. Even though yeah. it is a robot. Thank you! As we see, because Juggernaut does rip him apart pretty easily and quickly. Truly awesome. Yeah. But it's cool. And then, as soon as that happens... Beast on a hoverboard. Oh my god, it's so oh. awesome. It's like, he looks like he's riding a Zonai wing from yeah, Zelda dude. Tears of the Kingdom. That's exactly what it looks like. Speak uh, my language. It rocks. It, 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 yeah, it's like a futuristic hoverboard sort of situation, and he's wearing electric gloves as he jumps onto Juggernaut and basically tries to sort of Mantis Thanos move him, yeah. where he puts his electric gloves on Juggernaut's face. Beast is back, baby. Beast is fucking back. Yeah, yeah we're back. I love Beast. Number two also, Beast. And also... <laughs> He rides this giant, it's a huge hoverboard, yeah. and explodes it immediately. Mm -hmm. Another waste of money. I know, that was like at least a few million dollars just yeah. down the drain. Um, but yeah, so he climbs on Juggernaut's back, tries to electrocute his face, but Juggernaut crushes Beast against the wall of the danger room, um, uh, you know, getting Beast off. Jugs sees Charles. Th at this point, the hologram of the danger room has sort of been diminished because... Juggernaut's done so much damage to it uh, yeah. that it can't create an image anymore. So Juggernaut's going towards Xavier. 
Xavier presses another button. Trap door opens. Oh my God, he's got so many tricks. Juggernaut falls through, except boom, he grabs the edge right before he falls, pulls himself up, keeps coming towards Xavier, just laughing his little butt off. Uh, and yeah, at this point, the roof starts to collapse because I guess of the amount of damage Juggernaut's done to the danger room. And he keeps sort of pu- trying to punch at Xavier, who's sort of evading yeah. him, and he keeps punching the walls of the danger room. You got to give it to X. He knows how to dip and dodge in that chair. Yeah. He's really good at it. We've and wh- seen it before. Body slide. Body slide. <laughs> and while this is happening, Dorky McDorkface is reading the tablet back at the Temple of Sidorak. March 29th. Eugene Torbit Wiederspan. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're back with him. And he says... Say uh, his full name every time. <laughs> we're back with Eugene Torbett Witterspan. And uh, yeah, he reads off the tablet. Do we have that quote? No. <laughs> okay. Um, Whosoever possesses the sacred gem... Something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's like, shall I prepare himself to get the power of Sidorak, the juggernaut. A human juggernaut. Yeah. And Jugs, he's he, about to... He is about to slam Xavier... Yeah. Into the ground. He's got him picked up by his collar. He's about to just him. rip him in half. But then he starts glowing. He starts red lightning strength. everywhere. Zaps out of Juggernaut's body. What the heck? And he goes, "Hey, perfect, like Charles, cut the shit, dude. I, let me kill you." And he says, "I am doing nothing." And ain't that just like him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like him. Doing nothing. I am doing nothing. Well, Juggernaut throws Xavier away as Beast rises up. A red explosion explodes out of the Juggernaut's body as the powers leave him, and the danger room collapses on Juggernaut as Beast grabs Xavier and jumps free of the blast. And uh, as they sit there looking at the rubble that the Juggernaut is now under, Beast is like, yo, what, what, what just happened? And he says, I don't know. But I know he's scared to death. I love that. It's, he doesn't say he's alive. No. He, he doesn't lead with, he, actually, he's not dead. He goes, I don't know what happened to him, but I know he's very scared. He's, he's currently lying unconscious under rubble right yeah. now, and he's scared. He's yeah, scared. At this point, Rogue and Storm finally arrive, and yeah, I just I, I just think Storm's look is just very questionable. But you Stop, guys are dude. dude. Oh, my God. Don't bring it up again. Well, we're always talking about how cool she looks on this. Because she does, and she continues to look cool. But remember when she had the ponytail? Yes. I miss that. That ponytail. awesome. It's great. Anyway, Xavier wants to help Kane, uh, Marco. That's the Juggernaut's real name. I don't know if we went over that yet. But uh, oh, yeah. pretty on the nose. But Rogue is like, <laughs> screw that man. He's like made our lives a living hell. Why like should we help him? Raising Kane. <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the I just want to take a minute to talk about the Xavier-Rogue relationship. I feel like it's, like, never been more strained. Like, between the season finale, you know, where he wouldn't let yeah. her take one vacation day. <laughs> she's questioning him a lot, and I like it. To now, where she's... Yeah. Oh, dude, he... Sna- All right, I have a He doesn't talk to women nicely. He snaps at her. R- Rogue's basically like, why do you want to help him? He Like, yes, he's your brother, but, like... I- I'm with her, by the way. This whole episode, I have a she big problem. She says he caused us misery. Yeah, he's a... And he kind of yells at her and is like, do it anyway. Yeah. Help him. And get, she- get out of the rebel. If you recall, what? she's the one who's, zap- like, zapped grabbed him and like it really fucked her up because he's got magical powers not mutant powers yes. oh yeah in season one yeah. and he's yes. asking her to go fuck herself up again well and not necessarily that he's just asking her to get him out of the room. i think it's pretty That's well true. established that he like juggernaut is not gonna change his tune he's pretty like yeah. ridiculous I mean, on you guys are so anti-xavier here but like xavier is doing the right thing no, i disagree you think he should just let him die i don't think he should let him die let but Kane i don't die. think that we should well, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves. They have to get his body out of the rubble. Okay, fine. Well, I say, let him plead. After all the misery he's caused us. That is not your decision to make. 
I'm not asking. I'm telling you. Help him now. Firm leadership. Oh God, dude, you don't. You can't defend that one. It's firm leadership. It's well, also like a man's life is on the line. That's the thing. And I will Rogue say, is just like let's let him die, and he's like, that's not what X Men do. Like, it's we also save his brother. People. It's yeah. his and brother, and yeah. it's his brother. After like, he says that, though, I mean, step brother, but still, Rogue just like removes the debris, finds little Kane Bark Bark Bow. Yeah, and they put him and, in the med bay. And oh yeah, he's in an army uniform. What's up with that, Andrew? Tell us more. Well, because when they originally found the Crimson in the Genocide in Iraq War. in the Korean War, it was him and Xavier. Uh, Kane went in by himself, and Xavier went to follow him and was like, hey, don't do that. This is Holy shit, so that's why Xavier's always got his like military-looking fatigues. Yeah. Well, because also he, he and Magneto were in They War also together. fought in World War II. Why you don't wear your fucking army jacket like? No, but we've seen them in flashbacks wearing the. No, what I'm saying is, why does he continue oh, to wear? Oh yeah, because he's a loser. Because he's because <laughs> he's a military man. He's like I'm the X Men are a military force. He wants you know? people to say, "Oh, oh, dude, thank you." And he's like, <laughs> "Thank you for your for, service for what?" And makes them say it <laughs> for what? Well, well, oh, well, your service, like of course this little old thing. Oh, I did. I forgot I was wearing this. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, came Marco is a ginger. Uh, back to what the medical bay. <laughs> back, just an observation. We let the He's also pretty are... jacked in like real life. Like yes, he's, he's big. Yeah, a pretty big guy. He's about the size of the Hulk in <laughs> the X Men. <laughs> when he's normal, that's size. a good point. So when uh, Mauricio Costello Jackson, oh god damn, grows it. big into Juggernaut, <laughs> into Tedros, yeah, oh god, becomes main Tedros. <laughs> <laughs> Tedros, Tedros, yes. Back in the medical bay, Professor X, Beast, Storm, Rogue are all surrounding our guy Kane Marco, who's on life support. We can't call him Juggernaut when he's not Juggernaut. Yeah, so now he's Kane. Yeah, raising Kane. They're they're gonna raise Kane. Oh, but. This is it, our show, dude. Xavier wants to raise <gasps> Raising Kane. Kane. It's the spinoff of Xavier and Juggernaut. Growing up, it's called Raising Kane. Raising Kane. Oh, my God. Sponsored by yeah. Raising well, Kane. Disney, more of, uh, we are available, and we will scab. We're going to see more of uh, Kane later being raised by his father. And let's just say yeah. it doesn't go well. Uh, so Beast, what we find out from oh. Beast, sorry, what we find out from Beast is that while Kane Marco seems fine and is just unconscious in bed, he is actually dying. Yes. Um. He's losing his powers. And he, I, well, why? He's, he's lost that, his powers. Yeah. He will die if he does not he's get his powers. His back. Well, because he had a fucking giant metal shit fall on him. Oh. His oh, internal organs are probably oh, totally okay. screwed. Um. Like, he's got internal bleeding out the wazoo. And it, yeah. And so uh, Professor X is basically arguing with the rest of them, like, "Look, we have to save this guy." And Rogue and Storm both think that's kind of insane. They're like, "Look, he's sworn to destroy you. Like, he's made our lives miserable. Why?" Well, well let's be clear. His 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 like uh, pitch for saving him is we have to get his powers back, so we have to give Juggernaut his powers back in order to save his life. We have to make this madman invincible. We have to force. arm this bomb. That's yeah, literally. In our house. But, yeah, I, it's but an questionable idea. But he also is like aware of the in, what how insane that idea is because he he says like his very existence tears at me, but he's still my brother, and I have to do everything in my power to save him. Like Xavier, you know, like it's the Hippocratic I, Oath, man. I you know, it's you got to save a life of a person, even if they're a monster. You know, this is about me. Damn it! <laughs> it's know. not about him. No, it's about him. What's right. It actually is. You guys would let everyone die. It's a very if you selfish were in charge. And Xavier says, "On my watch, he's nobody letting dies. everyone die. This is a selfish Juggernaut's decision. The bomb. It's he's a selfish decision." Remember what happened selfish. when the X Men were on their own last time? They let Cody die. They let Cody go Cody's die fine, and dude. become a bug boy. Cody's they chilling. did not save Cody's life. Awesome. If Xavier was there, awesome. he would have said, "No, bug boy Cody's coming with us, and we're going to save his life." You ever been kissed, girl? 
I don't know. So anyway, he orders the rest of the X-Men to contact Cyclops and Wolverine on the Blackbird to search near Sidorak, near, <clears throat> sorry, to search near the ruins of the Temple of Sidorak to find the new Juggernaut. Because there must be a new Juggernaut since the powers are, are not with this guy anymore. Yeah, who the heck Can't. has this? And they say, Cyclops, here, Wolverine. We get the greatest transition of all time. Here's mm-hmm. the deal, guys. And, they, and, and they're like, we're going to fucking save that guy? Well, no, no, no. So, Cyclops' reaction literally is, he wants what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't believe what I'm hearing. Yeah. I don't believe what I'm oh, hearing. Oh, fuck. I'll yeah, cut okay. I like it, from, but it works for both. I don't believe what I'm hearing. Help the juggernaut. We're going to save the juggernaut's sorry life. And don't bother telling me you don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, he did it. He does it anyway. Yeah, I know. I want to know what Cyclops said right after that. <laughs> like, if he just like kind of looked at him, it was just like. <sighs> Last night, I fucked Gene for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I don't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love Cyclops and Wolverine together, though. Cyclops I'm so is back glad happy, they dude. Back. Cyclops is he's in got a great Gene place. back. He's doing Where's good. Gene? Well, Gene's not in this episode, which is she's weird. fine. She's uh, she's probably resting, probably sleeping for fucking months. Honestly, after <laughs> what just happened, she's yeah, she's got a part of all the X Men in her, and that's what matters. That's probably my she's favorite got, interaction. She got one in her, <laughs> <laughs> and only one. You hear me, Wolverine? <laughs> but yeah, that's probably my favorite interaction between Cyclops and Wolverine in the entire like show so far. <laughs> just hey, there's only more to come. Yeah, there's a lot we're, of good stuff. We're only going up from here. So yeah, then we cut to the random ass town as Dorky Juggernaut uh, is driving in his full Juggernaut outfit, dude. So like the thing is, he's got he looks so good. Am I the only one who thinks this? It's full Juggernaut outfit, <laughs> but he's got glasses underneath the helmet. Wait, why he, are you saying Juggernaut? Oh, he is. He's not at the club yet. No. Oh my! I'm sorry. Oh, like, oh I'm you're s- talking about swole, um, dude. Club outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, club outfit is coming up. That's, but, an, uh, that's an action figure I want. Eugene club outfit. I guess. Yeah. I guess Sidorak can't uh, fix your retinas. Uh, is yeah, because <laughs> uh, he still's got the glasses on. But he busts through his apartment door and like just starts wrecking his own apartment like, accidentally because he's too strong. He like sits on the couch, breaks that, tries to go to the sink, destroys it. You know, water spraying everywhere. I also the Peter Parker slamming your sink. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I he also rips wanna, the door off his fridge accidentally. I also just want to play the clip of him driving because he's screaming and then makes a, a collection <laughs> of noises that are really odd. And it sounds like a cat. And then he's moaning. Let's just listen. <laughs> is, he, is he okay he sounds like it's physically painful for him to drive that car <laughs> at first you're like oh he's having fun maybe but he's also sounds like a cat and then he's moaning <laughs> it's uh, not great um yeah and then and then he also like stomps his floor for some reason and, and smashes through the bottom floor of his apartment and he, but he is excited. Like, he's stomping around, and he's like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to be the shit. And he says, Oh, the girls are going to go nuts. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, dude. He stomps through his floor of his apartment because there's a roach. There's a roach. Oh, there is? And he tries to stomp on it and stomps through oh, the floor. Oh, I missed that. I he just thought he just was like, I'm, I thought he was just stomping just to be like, <laughs> I'm rock or something. And no, then just, he just can't control his strength. That's cool. Um, and, yeah, so we cut back to the med bay in X-Mansion where Charles is probing Kane's mind. He's like, look, you're dying, man. You're my yeah, brother. You're Let dying. me help you. I don't know why I'm giving him this voice. but um, <laughs> And funny. now it's flashback time. We get to go back to young baby boy, baby Charles, and baby Jugs. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, oh we see them riding on a horse. Xavier, young Xavier, imagine just a little boy. Looks kind of like Xavier, but he has luscious blonde locks. 
Marco, same thing, sort of a, a smaller, stout little guy uh, with orange curly hair. It's a real Harry Potter, Dudley Dursley situation. Mm, yeah. That's very much the dynamic because they're riding on horses playing polo. <laughs> um, and Kane is ba- basically like shoves him off his horse and is just like, eh, well, you're not my real brother, we're stepbrothers, and I'm going to step all over you. Now, okay, starting off point, bad. Kane is the instigator. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Of course, he's a bully. He's, no, he's being a so dick. mean to I, baby you boy Charles. Son of a bitch. No, no. You don't even realize what's happening. Well, that's what you I'm saying. You call no, this no, no, a flashback. No, no. Oh, it's not a flashback. It is it's a, an invasion of the mind. Oh, shut <laughs> up! It's a manipulation that's of true. the truth. That's shut. That is not, not a true. That's not true. It is an invasion because they are no. both self-aware of what's happening, and Juggernaut Kane continues to talk to Xavier during it. At he's painting himself as the good guy. No, they're both watching Kane's memories together. It's they're inside Kane's head watching Kane's memories. These are not Xavier's memories. These are Kane's memories. Well, let's just okay because we let's see just... a lot of scenes that Xavier was not in between Kane and his father, and that's how you know it's from Kane's perspective. But do we ever? But do we ever know? No, I'm just I'm just curious, like if <laughs> sorry, and now I'm being a bully. <laughs> well, I just wonder if Kane ever like addresses the fact that he's in his head. I'm oh wait, step on oh wait, you. actually. <laughs> You oh, he says get out. Yes, right, okay. they're in Kane's mind looking at Kane's memories, not Xavier's. Totally, but he says get out. Get out! You are dying. Xavier's let trying to save his life. Help you. This is the only way. He says let me he's help saying, you. He's he too says, dumb let me for help his own you. Good. And he says never. So he's saying he, he is in there against his will. Uh, so, so what, but, ethically, but, you think that he should let Kane die just because? Yes, yes. Uh, he <laughs> deserves it. If he wants to die, let him die. Also, Whoa, dude, dude, you're let him die. He, no way, man. This is a situation where his brother has like a traumatic head injury. He has CTE. He's That's the his thing. He's not in his right he mind. Is very in his right mind. He knows exactly what's happening. They are having full conversations in this episode in his brain. Okay, well, let's just go back to the flashback. But, okay, let's just say we're in the baby flashback. Baby boy Xavier too. gets beaten to the ground. Just he's oh, oh, I'm so hurt. Oh, I fell off the horse. You pushed me, but I, you know what? I didn't I'll, do anything to you, and I'm I'm sorry. I must be. Ba- and so, father, this is where I start to turn. Step father comes up kurt the guy in a lab coat he says hey kane leave xavier alone and shoves kane aside <laughs> and xavier charles is not a fucking snitch he comes up and says oh no sorry i fell off the horse myself it wasn't it wasn't kane's fault he's a good dude he's not a fucking rat yeah it sets so, up that he's a liar why do you guys <laughs> it? it's consistent okay <laughs> let me just say one thing let me just say one thing let me say one thing at the start of this flashback i'm on xavier's side he's getting of course bullied. it's yeah, bad yeah. this is bad now but we're starting to get a little into territory where it's like uh, it's the trope where the bully fucks with a kid and the kid the teacher comes or whoever and is like oh no we're just messing around and then the bully looks at him and he's like huh it's not so bad after all he defended me. No, Kane, Kane doesn't, doesn't do, do that. that. Yeah, <laughs> Kane says. And you're on Kane's side of this. You still think Charles is? A, what are you talking about? What are you guys even talking about? Let's keep going. Anyway, uh, I forgot, dude. We, we got to talk about the Deadpool news. No, we don't. Dude, we're X Men podcast. We got to talk about the Let's Deadpool. Do it later. Have you guys heard that? Um, they're shooting during a strike. <laughs> Not anymore. Holy shit, dude! That's I couldn't awesome. believe it. <laughs> they it must be really good. It's nuts. <laughs> anyway, we had to we had to talk about that. <laughs> and that was your X Men minute <laughs> for X Men news and the thing. The, the thing about what I heard was he's not doing. Ryan Reynolds was like ad libbing and stuff, or he's not allowed. He's to. not allowed he's to ad lib because he's wearing a mask. Wearing They're gonna mask. go in the future. They'll go like, back. Later. Eventually, ADR so funny he's jokes. Like, he's just standing there being silent, and then they're just going to add him like, my, my dick fell off. <laughs> hey, like, Wolverine, why don't you jerk me off? Cool. 
Kurt comes out. God, that movie's... Daddy Kurt Kurt comes out. Okay. Xavier says, no, he didn't do anything. It's okay. (laughs) Everything's cool. And then we see... He says, run off, Xavier. I got to talk to my real son. And... And he starts talking to Kane. And this is where we see Kurt Marco's true side come out. And he's like, you know, he's no more Mr. Nice Doctor. He's like, look, you stupid idiot boy. You need to be nice to this kid because if his mom dumps my ass, then we're going to be screwed because I, she's my sugar mama. We need the moolah. We need her sweet, sweet moolah, and I need her to die so I can get that sweet, sweet moolah. Andrew, I'm about to fuck your whole mind up. Okay. So, well, okay. So, the idea that this man is evil is, is obvious. Like, he's he's awful. And he has an evil son as well. Yes, he does. His name's Xavier. Oh, my God. Because who spends the most time with this man for the rest of his life? Not Xavier. Who does? Well, okay, in the comics, what happens? Oh, yeah, this is important. I actually want to know. It's not this. This story isn't what happens. Uh-oh. The story that happens is that uh, Kurt Marco is actually, like, kind of a cool dude. He's, like, really nice, and he likes Xavier a lot, and Kane is such a little bastard awesome. that he gets jealous and sets the lab on fire where Xavier's mom and Marco work and kills them, oh. turning Xavier into an orphan. Whoops. Orphan. 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 Muty. So, yeah. Because uh, I believe they met while they were working on the bomb together. Oh, no, that was Xavier's biological parents. But anyway. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so, they yeah. retconned here to make the, the sins of the father, as Beast eventually says. Yes. The, the dad is responsible for both of these little shits. <laughs> Not both of these little shits. <laughs> The, you guys drag ex- Xavier in this when he's a victim, man. Okay, one is an asshole bully. The other is a little dweeb nerd idiot ass. Okay. Anyway, Kurt little says bitch. that he's gonna send Kane away to boarding school to get him out of his get him out of his way so he doesn't fuck with his plans because it's like, dude, if you keep bullying Xavier, the jig's gonna be up, and I can't have that. So, how long do I have to stay at that dumb school until you learn to be nice to that sickly little geek Xavier? Yeah, I agree. His mother isn't going to be around much longer. If you cause trouble, you could blow the whole deal. <laughs> My old man was a real piece of work. Which isn't true. Mm, I like this. Yeah. I like this that they thought he was sickly, like that he had headaches and stuff whenever he was. Yeah, because at the dinner table, like he, like Xavier's like, "How's my mom doing?" And he's like, "Oh, she's fine." And then he gets a big headache yeah. and is like, "No, I feel like she's not fine." And he's like, "What the fuck are he's you talking about, headaches. you stupid kid?" <laughs> so, quick question. And it's like again, Xavier's powers are coming to to the fore because of his traumatic experience of being bullied by both father and son mm. and being lied to and gaslit when his mind is reaching out for the truth. Yeah. Of what's like, I, I got to get my son out of here because he's beating Charles up so much that he's having headaches every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> CPS is going to be all over my ass. Did you notice uh, Juggernaut Kane Marco? Did he sound like he had CT there when he was talking? Kind of. No. Well, he did say, my he, dad. He always he always sounds like he has CT. <laughs> yeah, that's what true. is this, the 4th of July? Hot dogs. Um, but yeah, Kurt basically tells Xavier that he's imagining things. He's like, oh, Charles, you're just having one of your headaches. Let's get you to bed and call the doctor, you know? Um, and that's when, you know, he, him and Kane get alone again. And he basically says, be nice to that little freak. Yeah. Um, and, it, and in, and in real time, Xavier is having some denial. And Kane is basically saying, Xavier, it's all your fault. I had to go to boarding school. And Xavier's like, I'm not the one who made you bully me, dude. Like you could have yeah. just been cool to mm-hmm. me. But like, he also, again, it's not Xavier's fault. But he's also having denial about he didn't know about the 
his dad stepdad marrying his mom for her wealth and no, all that kind of stuff. No, he's finding that all of that out for the first time. And he's telling Beast and Beast is like, "Oh, that's crazy, man." And he's it's like, crazy because I don't want to hear all this this stuff, dude. This yeah, seems, I'm like here's the thing, in shit. present day, kind of fascinating. Xavier yeah. says <laughs> that like <laughs> Beast is like, "That's kind of fascinating." Okay. <laughs> Instead of his usual fascinating. I gotta, anyway, I heard there's a new tablet. I got to go check that out. <laughs> but Xavier's like present day Xavier's like, "I don't want to believe this like i thought my stepdad was a good man like he he you know he has it like xavier's got good heart and good intentions and believes in people man like and so he talks to beast about it because beast is his best friend and he's like look my mother truly loved this guy but this guy was a monster he never cared about me or her and beast is just like yeah that's sad man i don't really know what to tell you he's like you know sins of the father sins of the son that whole shit so anyway we, we, cut, anyway. To, we cut to the club <laughs> yes koreatown club i feel your body heat are we here the body return here of the dazzler song body heat so there's a club guys it's in like chinatown or something and korea if it's near the temple of sidorak oh no because we there. saw eugene go to home to his apartment unless no, he got that's apartment that's in korea. Airbnb. Airbnb. oh i see Airbnb in Korea. He fucked so that place up. He's not getting his deposit. Eugene is massive. He's out of his juggernaut uh, armor. By the way, interesting that when you turn into the juggernaut, you like get that armor. You just get the armor straight Which up. Which is convenient because Professor X also can't penetrate the helmet. Mm. Oh. That's probably like a juggernaut addition. That's a good power. Wow. Yeah. Mag- magic. <laughs> um. So Eugene gets out of his Jeep with his, still got his glasses on. But he's fucking jacked. He's enormous, and he's wearing this cool Saturday night, gray Saturday suit. night fever. Yeah, big suit. He's and, got the big black collar. Thing, he's got the big white suit. Looking that thing slick. fits him like a glove. And he walks <laughs> up to the hottest girl he sees in line at the club, and he picks up the dude she's with and chucks him away. And she's not interested immediately. Well, that's <laughs> what I would have done. That's the coolest way to talk to. He's girl. like, "Hey, babe, come to the club with me." And she's like, "What the?" Fuck? <laughs> she calls him a freak, and he he proves he's not a freak by ripping the club wall off. Yeah, yeah. He says everyone can go in, and he's they're like, like, "This is cool." I think we're gonna probably leave. And they're like, "You're a ten foot tall, like five hundred pound." muscular freak like, imagine oh, the wow. people that stayed at the club after that because well, there are people yeah later they're on real yeah. freaks they're like we'll party with this guy yeah <laughs> so yeah the club interior now yeah and it, so he rips off an entire wall of this building everyone bounces and he's immediately like wait what i do what would i do wrong yeah it doesn't have a lot of social skills i don't think no not at all he does say something about like oh maybe she talked to my mother like when she runs oh, away yeah she's like really but, but luckily, two of our most skilled coxmen show up. That's Wolverine and Cyclops. <laughs> two of our most and skilled. they walk up to Eugene, and Cyclops says... If I'm going to get relationship advice from any two X-Men, I want it to be them. Yeah, and, and of course, Cyclops comes up and says... The ama- just tells him some amazing advice. Women like guys to be themselves. We can help you get back that way. Ooh, love that. Wow. A plus. And you can hear Body Heat in the background. Body Heat by Dazzler's been playing this entire time. Now, guys, Andrew, John, and I have been scouring absolutely on the hunt the internet for any kind of information on the song Body Heat. Maybe it's called Body Heat. I don't know. I don't know. By Dazzler. It played in the Dazzler episode in the we Phoenix. We want to know who recorded it. We want to know how it got made. We don't know anything. There's nothing in the book about it, at least to my knowledge. No. I want to throw that on my iPod and listen to it while I'm walking down the street. I feel your body heat. That's so good. 
if anyone out there has any information or can find any information, please email us at xboyspod at gmail.com or comment on any of our social media on Twitter or Instagram. You okay, Henry? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we so really w- want the answers. Wolverine pops his claws. Uh-oh. And he's like, look, I'll I'll give you some advice. Oh, wait, I think I fucking I found out who wrote it. Tedros? Mauricio Costello I Jackson. Knew, I knew it. Yeah. It says he came up with a song while he was jerking off at <laughs> a Macy's. <laughs> oh, God. In a Macy's dressing room. Dressing room. Crazy. So, yes, Cyclops and Wolverine are basically like, look, bud, we got to get you turned back to normal. You got to stop mannequin. being Tedros Tedros, and you got to become Mauricio <laughs> Dubon or whatever his name is. He was kissing a mannequin in Macy's. Um, but Eugene ain't having it. He's like, no, I want to be like a freak forever. And he picks them up and chucks them into the club where the music's blasting. And people are still dancing. Dude, we're in full Miami Vice mode now. Now we're fighting in a nightclub. Yeah. And and Cyclops, he... Well, Juggernaut's not even fighting. He's just dancing at this Eugene's point. dance fighting, <laughs> well, so yeah. Well, he, he threw them... Or sorry, not Juggernaut. Eugene yeah, Juggernaut. Yeah, he threw them. You and Juggernaut, a... if you will. Okay, Jamie? <laughs> Is this a new genie? <laughs> genie? Uh, he throws them, and what? What? It doesn't take that long for them to land. So I imagine he just sprints to the dance floor, and starts dancing and as fast as he can. Like, I gotta get this in before I have to fight again. Yeah. <laughs> the boys are knocked down to the ground, and then he says, "Looks like we're gonna have to do this the hard way." Now you're talking. Now you're talking. And but then Wolverine jumps on him and immediately gets thrown away. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you hate Wolverine. I'm just saying that's what happens in the no, show. Dude. Oh, my God. But then Cyclops blasts him. You hate Cyclops. And immediately <laughs> knocks knocks the ruby loose out of uh, out of Eugene's hand or where, wherever it was. I'm going to knock your ruby loose. It's a great movie. Shoots him in the foot and makes him fall over, and the ruby goes. Ruby's fall. And then Wolverine does a quick run across, slide grab. It's kind of like the beginning of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when they're fighting over the, mm-hmm. the ruby and the ice on the dance floor. A little bit of that action going on. Anyway, yeah. Ruby swipes the crystal, and they're like, we got it. Let's Ru- run. You just said Ruby swipes the crystal. <laughs> oh, really? I like that. I liked it. Sorry. Uh, Wolverine immediately runs in and swipes the crystal, and they're out of there. They're running away. Uh, he's like, look, I got it. Let's run. You got to cool, get the hell out of cool here. Cool little mission they've got going Blackbirds on. Blackbirds and autopilot swoops in. They're gone. Yeah. They, they jump in, gem in hand, as they fly off. The do- dorky juggernaut runs after them, jumps after the Blackbird. Yeah, he's pissed. He wants that ruby back. But na- he, like the way he jumps, it's like the Hulk. Yeah. It's like huge, massive leap into the air to grab he the Blackbird. He really almost gets it. But he misses and careens back down to the ground. No, he doesn't. Well, it's a little more complicated not, than not that. Not just anywhere. Yeah, he's fl- he jumps up, misses the Blackbird, and then starts falling down into a hangar that has... No, no, a movie studio. It's a it, movie studio, soundstage. Yeah, it looks like a hangar, oh, but it's a, yeah. I'm trying to paint a picture of Bonsai <laughs> Studios. Now you're saying, you mean Bandai? No, Banzai. <laughs> Banzai. <laughs> and uh, Juggernaut crashes through and falls into a set where we see like a big bug. And then a bunch of Power Rangers, pa- essentially so Power exciting. Rangers, surround him, and we hear this. Yeah. Ugh. Awesome sting. Man, wow. that, that would have blown my mind as a kid, watching yeah. both those shows more than anything. Yeah, I was a big Power Rangers boy. Uh, hearing that was so wonderful. I guess Bandai was, like, controlling my life as a child. Well, S- Saban yeah. did both of the shows. Saban, right. They right. produced Sa- uh, or Saban or whatever I think it is. it's Saban, but I never know. Well, because it's, like, I think he's, like, Israeli. Yeah. So I feel like Saban makes 
more sense than Sa- like Saban's the Americanization of it. Eric know? Lee Wall does not right. say nice things about that company. Yeah, no, a lot of people don't. Really? <laughs> He also they, didn't tell us the name of that Dazzler song. Thing so. is, they were more concerned with like toy sales than anything else because that's how they made most but of their money off of this. So stuff. many that that happened with a lot of like cartoons around this era. Like yeah. Ninja Turtles only really became a show because of the because of the toys. It's merchandising before it's. A yeah, show, they had yeah. the comics, but then like the toys kind of turned it into a whole. There's thing. There's a fun little the story about the, the X Men toys where they had to. They had to. They fought to classify X Men toys as monsters, not people, huh? because the like there was something about like the tax Beauty. and like the shipment cost on like selling toys that were monsters versus selling toys that were people. Like it was cheaper if they were That's, monsters, so the they could make of more X-Men money. Has been diluted, and it's literally the op. Yeah, it's like the opposite of what. Wow. like, you know. Um, that's crazy so that they could sell them overseas at a certain price point or whatever I don't know what the specifics of it were but it's something to that extent where they like literally were like fighting to classify them as monsters that's interesting yeah you're not um, gonna learn this anywhere else so uh, you're not gonna learn this anywhere else anyway dorky juggernaut <laughs> uh, Eugene you juggernaut that's not that sounds awful I swear to that god that sounds stupid again. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene busts through the wall and runs out of there um, as we cut back to the med bay uh, Cyclops, uh, you know, comms in, inter- intercoms in, says, yo, we got the ruby. Initiate ghost protocol. Hug me. Um, Professor X probes Coma Kane's mind. Uh, he's like, look, recall the day you returned from boarding school. Boom, we're back in the past. Oh, boy. Baby X and Baby Jugs is... is they're playing polo. They're playing polo on horses. As you do. Baby Jugs is the new Riz King. Uh, and Stop. <laughs> baby Charles asks why Baby Jugs never visited. No. <laughs> while he was at boarding school. And Baby Jux says, "Sorry, Baby Jux says I had too much riz. I couldn't leave. This is a good. This I was all part up for the Raisin Cane show. This is perfect. I was raising yeah. up Sandra. <laughs> Who is Sandra? I don't know, but we're about to find out. Okay. Uh, no, we aren't. Well, I don't think I we mean, do. In terms of like the audience. oh, I see. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so Charles is like, look, why have you never visited me, man? I love you. You're my brother. Why? Jo- First of all, and Kane's. I'm sorry. Why did he expect him to visit him? Because he's a good, noble no, son. He's, he's a, a good, he's naive a, boy. He's a naive little shit. He's not a shit. You <laughs> he's you're a revealing nerd. yourself to be a bad person through this. I just think he's actually so dweeby that, like, I don't think he should be bullied. But, like, I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like, come on, He dude. doesn't deserve it, man. How old is he at this point? He's like 12. 13, maybe. Okay, fine. Whatever. They're like little boys. Okay. Well, yeah, Baby Charles, uh, while they're playing polo, Baby Charles asks Baby Jugs why he never visited. And, you know, Kane is basically just like, I didn't want to because you're a little bastard. And Charles' powers immediately kick in as he has another headache and he accidentally reads Kane's mind and sees that Kane basically, he thinks, he's like, well, I think Charles, like Kurt, my dad likes Charles more than he likes me. This so that's why I never issue. visited. Yeah. And Charles immediately confronts him with this. And he's like, hey, I know you think your dad likes me more than you, but that I don't think that's true. And then Kane is immediately is like, oh, you just read my mind. You're a mutie. I hate you. Father doesn't like me more than you. How did you know what I was thinking? <laughs> His voice. You read my mind. <laughs> You're a mutie. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Please, don't tell anyone. Mutie! 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 I was too young to control my powers. See? Can you forgive me? Forgive you? You're still doing it! You're still doing it. 
Because so he's trying Andrew, to help him save his fucking you're life. You fool. You he believe that kid that was lying. Like, he, we've uh, seen him already lie. He's trying to save his life. When what are you talking kid, about? He said it was an accident. It was not an accident. It was an accident. He wasn't satisfied with his brother's answer. Xavier so what he did was, was penetrate his mind. Uh, you're just choosing not to believe Charles. I have evidence presented before me that he's a, he's a, a puke. What are you talking Oh my god! I don't. Even, okay, whatever. Fuck it. I'll just keep going. Uh, I'm actually mad about this because you guys are just being so willfully. <laughs> we got him. Obtuse about this bullshit we, about we wanting grinded. to hate Charles so much. But you grinded the you down. He's the, when the text. Look at the text, okay, <laughs> Mister Writer. Look at the fucking text. The Why text, does he like to jump in his brother's brain so much? He Judge doesn't him. like to do it. He's doing it to save. He's doing it this time to save his life, life, but he's done it a ton of times before. It was an accident. He couldn't control his powers no, because he was a fucking in child. Episodes. He's jumped into it. was brain. an accident. This was an accident. I'm saying I gotta give it to ripped Andrew. his helmet off. I can't mess with him yeah, anymore. Yeah, just stop him. <laughs> but he jumped in his brain. John, he's, no. he's trying to stop him from doing anything. Andrew's, Andrew's gonna actually have an aneurysm <laughs> if we mess with him anymore. No, this was an accident. Professor X has an issue with jumping in brains unannounced. Yes, he does. And you know it. That's yes, all I'm saying. No, but he only does it to like save the world, to like try to save people. Like it's never like I'm gonna just mess with you because I'm an evil fuck. It's like I'm gonna try and help well, you. Well, I think he can, he's taking some liberties. I'm trying to help you by making you forget that you took Captain Marvel's entire I'm gonna existence. Put a, I'm going to put a lady in a cage. Yeah. Look, that wasn't the best idea he's ever had, <laughs> but like he's doing his best with what he's got. All right, you let's, know? let's keep going. Let's, let's let Andrew breathe for a second. <laughs> well, anyway, I think what informs a lot of this and a lot of Professor X's sort of insecurities is this next scene where he's off his horse and all of Kane and Xavier's friends are surrounding Xavier, pointing at him and screaming, Mutey, 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 as he's on the Mutie. ground. And Kane uh, is basically like, yeah, I told all your friends you were a mutant, even Sandra, this girl that we've never seen before and we'll so never see again. He has a crush on Sandra. Yeah, I guess he has a crush yeah. on her. And we see this girl like look at him and like run away. And Throws it's like, up. <laughs> imagine that's how you come oh. out as a mutant to the world. Yeah, it's bad. To all of your friends who you thought had your back and your shitty stepbrother comes back from boarding school and outs you as a mutant to all of them and they all think you're a fucking freak. And so you have to, you the stress of this you 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 go and live alone and you lose all your hair Kane and you're is a just piece like of shit. how can i devote my life to using this power for good even though it's caused me nothing but pain and suffering he's a bastard like, like he really up, goes yeah. out of his yes. way to just be a fucking asshole and like it's, it's really it's, scary it sucks it's two shitty brothers like yeah. use it as a metaphor <laughs> god damn like use it as a metaphor for like coming out of the closet and like reverse that like and like look at it as like what if he's like was you know calling him gay there and he was just like you're gay da 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 and everyone turned their back on him and Xavier now is like insecure because of that. No, hundred yeah, it's uh, uh, very traumatizing. Why have you always been compelled to hurt me? He's compelled. As adults now, we know that one is really dumb and one is really smart, and all I'm saying is that often Don't the bullies dare. are the. The ones that are really smart at this point. No, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to manipulate his brother. He's he's it's not smart. It's just he knows how to get to his stepbrother. <laughs> You're really falling for his bait right now. <laughs> you so, just say shut shut up, John. Shut I'm not falling for the bait. No, I I am on Andrew's I'm, side mostly. I'm in this fighting episode this because bait. I think because I know he's trolling. I think this episode does give us redemp- a path toward redemption for Professor X. I will give you that. It absolutely but I does. won't let you forget I, about all the evidence we have I, against him. I don't all. think that this yeah. is a path for redemption. I think this is just showing his really tragic backstory. I still don't think he's a, 
I think annoying it explains, in the future. I think it, it d- gives helps me a picture. explain some of the decisions yeah. he's made yeah, yeah, in the past yeah, yeah. and why he's made them. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Where Definitely. he's just like, let's try and repress shit. Let's try and... Because he's All been the dude repressing his own dark past. Okay, he wants a family. Okay, he's, the guy yeah. just wants... He never had a real family. And that's what the X-Men are to him. They're like, I want to help other muties who society has turned their back on and create my own family of, you know... And he might go above and beyond certain measures to make sure that his family is safe and doesn't go through the same thing he went through, which sometimes might not be the best method. Look, it doesn't look to... he's traumatized. It doesn't create for the best decisions, but he has nothing but good intentions. We might understand a little more. Updated power rankings. Number one. No longer in last. (laughs) Jubilee's in last. What what the fuck is she doing? She's just swimming right now? She's swimming, yeah. She's swimming. Is she last? Because she does a double backflip. She does do a double backflip off that diving board. That's pretty cool. dude. Cool. But that, no, Xavier's, and the dad's like, wow. I would, I would put Xavier one up over her. But anyway, we're back in the med bay, and Xavier's kind of shaken by this flashback, reliving the trauma of his past. He's like, beast. He pulls his boy Beast aside again. I love, I love that. Like Beast is Xavier's I best do friend. Too. I really beast, do. You are needed. <laughs> you are needed for emotional support. Always. For me. Yeah. Um, and he's like, look, Beast. I thought I'd gotten over this, but maybe not. And he like leaves. He's like, I'm starting go, to think I have trauma. I gotta go think about some stuff. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so he, he, we cut to the thinking pond <laughs> where Beast is, or not Beast, sorry, Xavier yeah. is staring at his reflection, looking at the fishes as Storm approaches yeah. him from behind. And he's kind of pissed. He's like, I don't, now I don't know if I can forgive my brother. Thank Like, fine. he's dredged up Thank all of these old Christ. feelings. I'm, I'm a little pissed off. And Storm is the one who talks him down by using his own words. She's like, look, you don't have to forgive him, but you do have to understand him. You taught us not to let our past control our hearts. Wow. And, and he's like, thank go- you. Can I talk to Beast again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Can you send Beast back? He's like, yeah, Beast, okay, I want to talk to Beast. <laughs> um, but he does thank her. He really, like, sincerely is like, hey, I'm going to go talk to Beast, but but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was growth, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you know, he does have that moment of, like, doubt, but then she brings him back. You're right. I know what I have to do. You cut to him just, like, stabbing him. <laughs> Slitting Kane's throat. Yeah. <laughs> well, ah! well, we cut back to the med bay, and Xavier immediately jacks back into B- Kane's mind. Um, and this is, a, this is a big spoiler for the new Flash movie. They actually use the set from the entire climax of the Flash. <laughs> the desert? For the mindscape. Yeah, it's like a desert it's nuts. scape. Uh, it's That's like, Juggernaut's mind, dude. Did you see that, Henry? Yeah. You're right. Wow. And so, yeah, Xavier, they, they face off. He's standing, as he does in the astral plane. Um, and he says, look, the X-Men brought the ruby of Sidorak. We're going to save your life. I'm going to save your life. And Juggernaut's like, what's in it for you? And he's just like, the satisfaction of knowing I saved your ass, man. Like, that's it. And he goes, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I'll always be your living nightmare. That is my burden to bear. <laughs> I don't care. Can't you get that through your thick? Perhaps one day you will. Xavier's me on this podcast. Sacred gem shall prepare himself to receive the power of the crimson bands of Sidorak. So he just starts reciting shit. Taking Henry's side slightly on this, you don't think? Wait, what's my side? Professor X has a little bit of sad boy vibes as far as like, "Woe is me," and like, "This is my burden." Yes. Instead of just cutting ties and being like, "We know that we know he is very self-involved." I think he's just saying it matter-of-factly. He's just like, "That's fuck, dude. Yeah, whatever. You hate my guts. That's my burden." Like, I feel it's more of that, more of just like a yeah, whatever, man. Like, I know you're gonna hate my guts, but I gotta save you. I don't. I think Juggernaut deserves death. Sorry. 
I think that he is so hell bent on like making he's dangerous. This guy I mean, I and think he anyone be, else's lives. He, he needs to be locked a up. A living hell. I, he should be imprisoned. Yeah. There I think, is no like. I think there's a reasoning. version of this episode that's like three minutes longer, where Xavier's like, where it's a race against the clock, where like Beast has to build some kind of prison yes. for the Juggernaut yes. while they give him his powers back before he dies. So they're like, okay, that's we cool. got to save his life, yes. but we also got to contain. That's him. what I thought was going to happen. By the time we that have he containment, came out, uh, Shi'ar technology. Yes. And, by the time that he got out of his like little coma, he was in a cell. Yeah, like that's guys. Come on, like you're just let him whatever. We, Let's this get is like there. The well, third he's time they let him walk off. It's fucking yeah. crazy. So anyway, uh, but I will say, look, Xavier does show a tremendous amount of maturity to be able to say that to someone who's literally like, I'm going to fucking kill you. It's a Joker Batman thing, right? Where it's like, yeah. you know, the Joker's going to commit more crimes, but you got to save him anyway. Kane knows the lyrics by heart. Uh, the the little. Sidorak gem uh, chant. Gonna look the demon in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we see the demon Sorry. of the Sidorak. <laughs> he gives you the bands and you become the juggernaut. <laughs> I got the ruby gonna get some muscle. Plowing through buildings and I sing my song. <laughs> What's that video called? Is it is it called anything or is there like basically the there's guy a guy in like the where are they? They're like, in the Space Needle in Seattle, the Space right? Space Needle. I think it's the security guard. Apparently, who one, works the elevator. One of the comments says that he works the elevator and that he asks if people want to hear impressions or like a song, which like, and then he proceeds, the no, no, no. He proceeds to sing a song that forever changed my life. <laughs> that I can't stop thinking. We're we singing a story. Should I play it right now? Yeah, let's just play it right now. Might as well. We've talked about so it. So to just uh, paint a picture, um, it's a it's a packed elevator. And there is just a guy with sunglasses staring out the window. And everyone just seems like they're being held hostage having to listen to this. Um, but maybe not. Maybe they all agreed. And this is how it starts. It's song. The sun is set, man. It won't be long. My body's weak, but the soul is strong. I am a shadow dressed up in these skin and bones. We weave a story in this worthless yarn. <laughs> By the time they get to and the bottom, that's all we got time. And that's all we got time for. <laughs> so he must work there. I just like I want to know oh, how did that start? Yeah, you know how did he start doing that? Like, I don't know. But before I was a dead body, and now I'm moving. <laughs> I got lightning in my hands. You do have lightning. I, I'm sure he asked them, but in my mind, he like persuaded them to let him sing the song. Where he's like, "Well, so um, well, I guess you guys could you know talk amongst yourselves and maybe look out the window. We've kind of already been here." For a long time to begin with, so I guess I could sing for you guys if you wanted that. Uh, we sing a story. <laughs> Got a baby in the spider's arms. What did he say? We're marching straight towards spider's arms or something. That's awesome. The demon soul and uh, okay. So meanwhile, uh, I mean, speak. Hey, speaking of singing, uh, spiders don't have arms. Eugene anyway. is at the club, juggernauted out, singing while Kane Marco is getting those juggernaut powers back. He's holding up, uh, Eugene's holding up two tables with women on top of them. I love And Eugene. he's just screaming. He's just, more music, more dancing. He's tearing it up. It turns out he didn't need to be himself at all. He's getting all the ladies with That's his juggernaut powers. The message is convoluted now. Yeah. 
Well, it, yes and no, because the power does leave him, and as it does, the red energy of Sidorak just destroys the entire club. Everyone runs screaming, um, and he becomes uh, Skinny Boy again. And uh, Skinny Boy in a big suit, man. which is the look, the David Byrne look, if you will. Skinny Boy, totally. and immediately he gets all the slizz. He does because as I'm gonna be a big guy in a little suit or big suit and little guy. <laughs> Little guy in a big coat. Uh, as he rises from the rubble and he sees a woman stuck under a table, he could, he sort of pulls the table off her and pulls her up. Babe. We like, wear these glasses beneath the suit of armor. <laughs> but she's like, hey, are you okay? And she immediately hugs him, and he's like, oh, and faints. He just faints as soon as she Well, he busted. <laughs> Let's he did be real. Bust. He busts. Instant. <laughs> we've he, seen, we've, we know a bust when we see one. He busts. So we cut back to the X-Mansion. That's the last we see of Eugene. You give me a hug and I'll bust my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back at the X-Mansion. Red energy of Sidorak blasts, rips into Kane as he transforms back into the Juggernaut. He's got his bands back. He's got his helmet back. He's got his armor back. Thank and, you. And he rises and he's like, no one's messing with my powers again. Tootie fruity. I am Eugene Torbett. We the spun got tables in my hands. <laughs> I got tables in my hands. Guys, we're, we're so close to being Got done. two ladies on top of them, and they can't take my pants. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Juggernaut's like, look, no one's messing with my powers ever again. He grabs the ruby, throws it into space. Oh, yeah, we should probably, we forgot to mention the part of the plan where they come back to X Mansion with the ruby and put it in Juggernaut's hand so that when he says the words, got a ruby in my hand. In the, <laughs> in the go, like, oh my God. Sorry, it sorry. works too, it works well. Oh. Uh, he throws the ruby up into space, and we see it just disappear. We know someone could get it there. It's not the the safe S- place. Space is like their yeah, backyard now. Someone's yeah. gonna find. Yeah. Gladiator's find chilling that out ruby. there. But if oh he doesn't know God. the words, that imagine, ruby's worthless. Oh, right. Imagine Gladiator in control. Of oh my God, Gladiator Juggernaut! Now we're talking. That's truly unstoppable. That's if I'm and if I'm writing X Men ninety nine. Truly awesome. If I'm writing X Men ninety seven. One episode is absolutely Gladiator finds the gem and becomes and becomes the Juggernaut, which we are. We should announce now we are writing X Men '97. I, yes, no. they gave the show over to us. <laughs> I'm the, writing Raising Kane though. Sorry. sorry. Well, yeah, you, you're gonna do Raising Kane. I'm writing the Gladiator turns to Juggernaut episode. Yeah, and I'm writing the song. You're, you're writing the music. Got a ruby in my hand. If I got two win on tables, I'm gonna jizzin in my pants. <laughs> So yeah, Wolverine pops his claws. The X-Men are ready to fight Juggernaut. And Juggernaut's literally like, guys, don't worry about this. I'll hit you up next time when I'm horny for a fight. (laughs) No, yeah, he very silently just walks past them. And they're like talking about him as he's like right next to them. Cyclops is like, should we follow this guy? Should we kill him or what? And he's like, no, I think this counts as a fucking thank you. Rogue's like, I can't believe this shit. We should kill him right now. (laughs) Xavier's like, it's his way of saying thank you, not attacking us. And she's like, yeah, but like, he's just getting away. And he's like, he is allowed to do that because he's had a hard day and he's my brother, baby. Okay, listen, I've given Juggernaut a tough time because he is an evil, bad, bad boy. He does the right thing. But let's see the next time we see him. What if we never see him again? We never worried. see. I, I'm spoiler alert. We never see him again. Is that this a fact? Fucking suck. This is the last time we see the Juggernaut in That's X-Men. That's stupid. Well, actually, series. okay. Well, okay. No, let's just assume that he doesn't come after him again. So yeah. maybe this all worked. But yeah, I mean, look, he might come back in X-Men 97. Who knows? But it, basically, Juggernaut's out there living his life. And hey, maybe this inspired him to be a little bit more peaceful. Not to be such a raging douchebag. I like that. 
because he was, I mean, for a while, I mean, obviously they mind wiped him uh, the first time they met him and they were, <laughs> then that worked for quite a while. And then he teamed up with Black Tom Cassidy and he was just doing a job. He was just kidnapping an alien princess who happened to be the girlfriend of his brother, who he hates. Right. He just he was just after that cash, baby. Yeah. Like Juggernaut, I feel like if Juggernaut got into like the personal security business, he'd be great. You know, just well, like become a celebrity bodyguard, live we'll, the life. I think around season four or five, we'll get there on Raising Kane. <laughs> yeah. He'll be a <laughs> he'll work for a security firm. Yeah. But yeah, Juggernaut. He he walks off into the sunset. Episode's over. First episode of season four in. The can. Pretty good act. Y'all want to hear what Eric Leewald had to say? About More than show? ever. Always. More than ever. Here's the thing. He did one of those things where he recaps the episode. Of course. And, yes, yes. But he did add one thing at the very end that confused me a little bit. I'm interested to see what you think. He says, like We're his- all walking into the spider's arms. <laughs> <laughs> he says, like his early story, his earlier story. in this Like his early story, he was, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like his earlier story, this Juggernaut episode has more than our usual share of humor. I'm not okay. sure if this was planned in any way, but the oh. same writer wrote both episodes, so oh. perhaps she bent the story in that direction. So is he? does he just like not He's know mad. what's happening in the show? Oh, I, to me, that's it comes off as him being like, I don't really. Have, I'm not. I don't really have much to do He's anymore. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Who let these jokes in? And I'm like, we wait, so there weren't any jokes episode. in this episode. I think Eugene no. is legitimately funny. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, That's the goofy stuff. Yeah, I think he's very funny. All that Eugene stuff is so good with and and with Cyclops. Well, and it's just like the, the concept of a dork finding the Juggernaut, like becoming the Juggernaut. Yeah, you know, it's, it's fun and goofy. I think yeah, he, he probably hated Eugene it. was named after his like brother-in-law. He said he that probably hated it is one of those the Power things. Ranger thing. He probably hated that. You think? Oh, Probably. that's too far. Yeah, I think it's stupid. Like, you think it's did... stupid? No, I mean it's fine, but like, Ugh. I feel like he probably has. He's like that has no place to be in the show. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. I mean, this whole episode, I was kind of watching it, thinking like, this is really cheesy and dumb, but also I really am enjoying it. Weirdly. They're in like, Korea. Yeah. It logistically makes sense. I enjoyed it. I'll way, be honest, way more you. than I thought I would. I'll be honest. I, I thought they were in their backyard like the entire time. I thought they were like in the city. Where well, when you live. see when you see I had the no idea it was a foreign land. When you see the the Sidorak energy leave Eugene, you see it travel across the globe on the other side of the globe. So you know Eugene, and they needed the Blackbird to get to Eugene quickly in seconds flat. So I think he was like in Korea, basically, yep. like living in Korea, where they shoot bonsai. He was watching Power Boy. He bonsai was watching power. K-pop. Uh, that's fun. Okay. You know, he was listening to Twice. He was watching Korean baseball, living his best life. And he was like, "Oh, there's this temple well, nearby that could turn me." I fancy you. Na, 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 na. Na, I love you. Uh, what are what are what's our ratings metric for this one? Ooh, rubies, rubies, baby. Oh, rubies, got to be rubies. Ruby Tuesdays or muties. Muties are. Uh, we're just gonna call it the mutie of the week. I don't like season. using a racial slur as our. Oh, I see I what you're saying. That's it does feel a little bad. A little slurry. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Uh, so what you guys? What do you think? Who wants to go first? IMDb. Oh right. What do you think? I think I this think is gonna be a low one. I do too. <gasps> Six point eight. Wait, what the fuck is going on? You don't like this episode? I like it a lot. No, I just think the public is probably not as... When we predict IMDb, we are getting into the minds of these sickos out there that like to vote things Who who watch an episode of television and go, I gotta go on IMDb and rate this. Yeah, I'm giving... All the Eugenes out there. I'm thinking this is a 7.6. It is a 7, even. Got it. You fucking... It's too off. You you fucked me on that. Wow. Because Andrew gave a low one, and he's like, what? 
And, oh, uh, see, and so I was like, oh. I don't read John. This is no, like man. a, this is like, that was like That's a. That's why re- I fall into all of his traps. That was a Regis <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire like thing where he's like, are you sure about the final answer? <laughs> Yes, my me. final answer is that's, Pokemon. That's a fucking timely reference, dude. Yeah. <laughs> did he die? No. Uh, oh, oh, Regis is dead, right? He did die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, actually. Th- that's one where, like, I... Th- he should play this Professor This is like Rex. a Mandela effect where, like... Regis Philbin <laughs> Regis is, is dead. Yeah. July 24th, 2020. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Regis. I shouldn't have said it like that. He is yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Sorry, Him man. Is Honestly, that's how he would have wanted us to say yeah. it, you know? And the answer is dead. Psych- Beast, I need you. Regis Philbin would have been a good... Never mind. No. I'm not going to say it. Uh, no. He would have been a good morph. All right, let's rate it. Or we'll talk about it or whatever. What do we do on the show again? Uh, we have to do our mutant of the week. Mutant of the week. We don't have to, but yeah, we can go there first. Unless you want to mix it up this season. Well, it's bitch. not Kane. I mean, For me, Kane. it's Xavier. Xavier's the mutant of the week. This feels like we have to do it because it's like Gene getting Mutant of the Week for Phoenix Saga or whatever. But but like name, I I mean, I would say the only one you could argue would be maybe Cyclops for the whole relationship advice angle that he tries to take. And when he says, and when he says, looks like we're going to have to do this the hard way. Because that was cool. Or <laughs> women like guys to be themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Themselves. I'm going to have to go with Gambit, I think. Because he did that motorcycle. Because we saw him do the little spark plug yeah. thing on the he school bus. Cool and, motorcycle. I mean, a school bus. Uh, I assume there's kids on there. He's helping kids out, saving lives. That seems pretty important. That's not really saving lives. It's just making sure they get home on time. Or to school to learn. We need the Gambit episode where it's just a day in the life of Gambit. And it's like him doing shit like that. But like no one, none of the X-Men know. (laughs) And they just think he's a big piece of shit. What's there? But he like keeps doing like really tiny things to help people, right? Like helping old women cross the street and like cats out of trees and stuff. He's like annoyed about it. Yeah. (sighs) And if you notice his jacket was off. Oh, that's true. That's cool. But yeah, the X Men are just like, "Where were you out clubbing and having sex with women all night?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah, I was." Okay, you know. Oh, he doesn't. Let, oh my he doesn't god! Let him okay. know that he's. We have our play. other show, dude. So we have Raising Kane, yeah. yeah, and then we have Gambit, the producer who found Dazzler. He's a music <gasps> producer. <laughs> discovered her, <laughs> and he's he takes her along with all these other people he's found as Check musicians in Gabby. his house. Jubilee, Jubilee. in X Mansion. Jubilee's one. They're all gathered. there. She's the young one. She has a really nice voice. Yep. It's him putting together a K-pop super group. <laughs> he, yeah. like, can charge their vocal cords. That's wow. not really sexy, dude. It's not really how that works, but... I don't know. It's, it, it sounds sexy to me and dark. Uh, kind of dark. That should be on HBO. Yeah. So, uh, we have once again not decided Mutant of the Week, uh, and it's, let's it's, get into ratings. Let's give it to Charles. <laughs> Charles, all right. Sure. I, I agree. Yes! I did it! <laughs> For all of the trolling that we did on Andrew, we are giving Xavier Mutant of the Week. you got to admit. We've seen his backstory. We understand where some of his traumatic uh, tendencies come from. And so, that's not yeah, it's like it informs the character in a way that I think is really yeah, that's the better way kind of, of profound, it. like that we haven't seen with a lot of other characters. You find yet. out he actually used to be a pimp, went to jail for a while, came out and started kind of like... Getting into the music biz a little no. bit. Yes. Yes. John's obsessed with the idol. He can't stop talking about the idol. He keeps saying, my pee-pee is so full of... <laughs> you can cut that? No. I loved it. Um, what are we forgetting? Any other category things? I think we did it, right? Human of the Week. No, well, we got to rate it ourselves. Non-Mutant no, of no, the no, Week. No, 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 no. Non-Mutant of the Week could be Juggernaut. It's got to be Juggernaut. But or Eugene. I love Eugene. Thing is, I Eugene, love Eugene. Eugene doesn't do anything wrong, really. But according to no. Eric Lewald, he tells too many jokes, and that's 
it's uh, too funny. I kind of want to give it to Eugene, but we could also give it to the... Sorry. I kind of want to <laughs> give it to Eugene, but we could also give it to the girl that Eugene was talking to in the club because mm. she liked him no matter what. Yeah. That's true. She, she liked wanted him, him to be her, himself. Yeah, and he fainted and blew it. Was she Korean? I guess so. <gasps> Probably. He's going to stay in Korea. So did he travel all the way to Korea to like... Go on an archaeological dig to. What like do you think Indiana Jones does? He bitch. must have, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. must have. Indiana Jones has uh, been looking for the the rock of Sidorak to get laid for years. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones and the crystal of Sidorak. Indiana Jones. Well, hey, Disney, the Disney rock owns of gay rock. Marvel and Lucasfilm. That could be the next indie adventure. Indiana Jugs. Indiana Jugs. Dude, his quest for jugs. Let's go. <laughs> National Lampoon's In this Indiana world of never-ending recycled <laughs> IP awesome. and remixed IP, honestly, fuck That's, it, why not? Indiana yes. Jugs, let's go. Truly awesome. Uh, I'm giving the seven. Seven. Solid seven. That's lower than Ooh. I expected. Yeah, me too. Really? But I just don't think... Eight, for me, like yeah. an eight, nine, and ten, those are episodes where I would like recommend them to people if they haven't watched the show. You know, I give it an eight because I think it's a crucial Xavier backstory. Yeah, we learn some like we get backstory episodes, and often they're pretty bad. And yeah. this one had some solid stuff. I think I learned some things that I didn't know. That's interesting. It's one of Andrew's favorite characters, yeah, and his yeah. very informative well, backstory. Can and I he thinks is just kind of like a set. Well, I'm telling you, all seven of those points is because of that. Really, what's holding it back for me is like the lack of inclusion of the other X Men and sort of the, the plot. Storm's like, outfit. Are you kidding me? Storm's like, outfit. To them each yeah. doing cool well, things. Well, no, I love, look, I love He the, hates Storm's outfit. I love Xavier Wolverine. I hate Storm's outfit. <laughs> Storm and Rogue also kind of do nothing, even though they're in it, which I feel like is like, just don't have a minute if you're not going to have him do we anything. We saw Morph. What more do you want? What oh, been, my God. I'm glad we saw, I'm glad we Wait, got that he's closure. Mutant of the Week. Oh, Morph of course. Of week, yeah, no, I'll That's give right. it to Morph. That's right. Uh, <laughs> just fuck over <laughs> Professor X immediately. Just for one. Yeah, no, I will for you more. Our new Professor for X. For the new yeah. Professor X. Wheelchair. <laughs> Wheelchair of Morph. They're slowly setting the table like the MCU does. I need Morph. to get an Xavier Mondo so I could just put Morph's head. Morph, no, Morph in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, John, you're giving it an eight? I do. I really like this one. Wow. I, I think it starts the season in a cool way. I think it actually wasn't intended to be a season opener because it was like in season three. No, I think originally. But it weirdly kind of does feel like but one. It, works. it was in season I, three. And yeah. I, I wasn't joking with the power ranking stuff. I feel like they jumped around a bunch from one episode. From Yeah. So I know they weren't in the episode much, but I feel like we got enough to, to learn about our, our peeps and where they're at. Yeah. I love how character centric it was, too. Mm -hmm. Beast has a fucking hoverboard. That's pretty awesome. He didn't get his hands on that tablet, though. He did not. Don't let him get that thing. Don't <laughs> not beast let him juggernaut. Get that thing. Oh man, it was like twice the size. You don't want to know. That's Dark Beast. That's yeah. Dark Beast. I hope we get to see him, Dark Beast. It'd be sick. Um, I'll give this one. God, I like kind of want to say eight, but I kind of don't think it is. I that, like it. That's sort of where I'm at. But that's I why feel I like did seven. I, I'm gonna do seven. Body heats in this one. Oh, there are some. And I love Big Eugene. Big what about Eugene Juggernaut in a cab? Dude. You know what? Big Eugene is Big Gene. Big Gene. Big Gene. <laughs> yes. Genie? Man, maybe it's an eight. There's some good shit, man. Well, next week, we've got... <laughs> is it an eight? Last chance. Go with your gut. Can you tell me what the what, what a 778 is? 7.3. Did no, you know that off the top of your head? Oh, you'd calculated seven point three. Well, I could also do that in my head. That's a seven point three. That's yeah. too low for this episode. What's an eight eight seven? No, we're not doing <laughs> it that on. way. Please, please, just tell, just tell me. It's, just once. It's got to sound right. Just once. No, this is this just is once. good. Just once. It's seven point six. 
That's it. Because you think it's a third. There's three of us. <laughs> Give me, it's an eight. It's a seven. I changed it to an eight. It's an eight. Which brings the average to a 7.6. I'm never doing that again. Okay, fine. You don't <laughs> get to do this. I know. It's us getting our I know, I know, I know, I know. I want to include that I did that and say I will never do it again. Okay, good. Because yeah. you're never going to get to I'm do that I'm not going to do it again. Fix it in post like Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> That's, exactly. They're going to have to really fix that fucker. Wow. My dick fell off. It's the only joke. <laughs> it's the only joke I can come up with. Next week, <clears throat> Omega yes. Red is back. Wolverine backstory time. It's Omega Red? Yeah, dude. Holy shit. We know that dude's formidable, too. They barely beat him last time. That's Unfor- awesome. Unfortunately, we will not be able to have content Dracula joining us, but we will oh, find we an can't. episode for him to join. He is actually off on a vision quest. Uh, oh, he's, yeah, on the John, the he's on the John Muir Trail right now. Sweet. Muir Island Trail? By himself, yeah. The Muir Island Trail. We'll, we'll talk to him all about his trip when he gets back, and we'll find a good episode to bring him back for. Interesting. Since we can't bring him back for Omega. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him back for some kind Although, of Although, honestly, given our release episode. schedules these days, we might we might be able to bring him back in time. He's for searching a- for Sandra, who wrote the song uh, Body mm. It's all connected. You got your heat. It's heating up my bod. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling cool. Guys... Thank you so much for joining us. We're so happy to be back for the fourth season. The third season was the best season that we've done yet. Can you imagine how good the fourth is going to be? Well, can you? I can't. That's because you don't have the powers of Xavier. Anyway, my name is Henry. I'm Andrew. And here's Jockey. Wow, that was awesome. We're the X-Boys. Tune in next time. We're going to go Omega style. Bye. Uh. Muty. Cowie talking. Cowie talking. March 29th. Eugene Torbett Wiederspan. Location, Cave of Sidorak. Kane, I do not understand your hunger to hurt me. Women like guys to be themselves. Looks like we're gonna have to do this the hard way. Truly awesome. Cunt. Cunt. No. Cunt. 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 You cannot include that. You cannot include that. No, 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 no.